What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 478 of the Smart Out Moments Smack Talk Podcast Hot Tags of the Week, where we'll be breaking down some of the current events, rumors, news, gossip, and other things that have happened in the past few days in the world of pro wrestling that we feel like talking about. I'm Tony Mango. I've got Robert DeFelice with me. Spend my days working hard on the go. Let the hands on the clock keep spinning too slow. Cause I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. What's that other song that uh, Pritchard used to say? <laughs> uh, oh. Um, fuck, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> well, uh, what we're doing here is the normal stuff. So we want to know what you guys have to say about these hot tags. Drop a comment below on particularly the YouTube video. And while you're over there, hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, hit the join button, hit the applause button, hit yourself in the face. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you just got to hit everything these days. That's what you do. These. You know, do you know why that's what you do? Hmm? You know why? Why? R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. <laughs> That's not the other song I was thinking of. There's a different one. Ah, that's the other one that come to mind. It's a, like, a, I got a something, da 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 da, da something. Like, I don't know. It's some old-timey song. Ah, can't think of it. By the end of it, maybe we'll think of it. If not, then drop a comment below and tell us what the song was that we were thinking about. <laughs> Bruce, if you're listening, first off, if you're listening and you, this is the thing you respond to, what the hell, man? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, you know, do the normal stuff you're doing here. Uh, if you want to take part in everything else, you know, send us a tweet at SmartCowMoment. You can tweet at us directly. Rob is at Dude Felice. I'm at Tony Mango. I like bouncing it. We're the, the show out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I'm bouncing around to the end of the show. We're going to offer some reason. <laughs> Merchandise shops, T-Public and Redbubble. Check them out. Patreon.com slash SmartCowMoment. FanboysAnonymous.com. Go ahead and show us some support over there. Check out A Review to a Kill. Check out the other stuff that's happening on there about movie reviews and everything else like that. Rob's on Fightful. And he, uh, <laughs> he's Hell on How yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Money Wrestling News and Bleacher Report. Those are the plugs. Let's do this. Those shit. are the plugs. All right. Now let's get into yeah. the show. <laughs> Why not? We're two and a half minutes in. My voice is cracked. Two and a half minutes in. I'm uh, joining some kind of choir here, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, hot tags. Let's talk about some new additions to the roster. Miko Satamora is now yeah. joining the NXT UK roster. That was one I of the things I was not expecting to see on NXT UK. I'm watching it. I'm tired and. I really kind of don't feel like watching the episode. And out of nowhere, they're like, yeah, hey, it's Miko Satamora popping up about a promo. I'm like, fuck yeah. All right, cool. I like this. She's awesome. And I don't know why it's easy for her to go to the UK. It seems like that's just where they've always designated her. But fuck yeah. Like, beat Kaylee Ray, please. She's had the best oh my play. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, is she making her debut next week or the week after? Or do, we, do we happen to know that? I don't know, offhand. I, I don't know, but she needs to just come in and beat her. Like, Yeah, just next week she gets the title shot and she wins. And then I'm cool with that. Because <laughs> I was cool with Ginny winning, just to like, get the belt off of uh, Kaylee Ray. And I like Kaylee Ray. It's just, you had it for too long because of the damn pandemic. Yeah, everybody in NXT UK right now is like, well, I'm the longest running NXT UK champion in the tag team division and the women's division and the whatever. And it's like, yeah, because... You had like nine months where you didn't have to do anything with that. No wonder, you know. I still don't get why they didn't give it to Piper Niven. Makes no sense to me. And they had it like they dragged it out. It's like, well, she'll get a turtle shot now and another title shot and another one and another one. I'm like, just why? I I don't know. But uh, Satamora, major thumbs up on that. Thumbs way up. We talked about Tony Gill before. Uh, Tony I don't know. Gill again, isn't he? Yeah, he's Tony Gill again. I don't know why he's not Rohan. What was it? Rohan. Rohan. Uh, Rohan Raja. Rohan Raja. Yes. yes. I'm losing track of these different. Uh, <laughs> uh, within the fact that we just had like, um, you know, all the things with uh, he's not Zia Lee. Here. He's not. Oh, I got, when we get to Zia Lee, I got a good one for you. Because Shawn Michaels might have said something regarding. All those damn trademarks, but we'll get to that. Uh, I don't know where we're going to get to that, so let's talk about it now. Oh, okay. Uh, Shawn Michaels was asked on the Getting Over podcast, like, 
Who is an NXT superstar that you see making a big thing? First name he mentioned? I'll give you three guesses. Uh, Tian Cha. No, but that's the name of the faction. Okay, so we got that now? He did, he did mention that that's the name of the faction, and he said, I butchered the name, but it's Jian, he said Tian Cha or Jian Cha, but he said that that was the name of the faction. He flat out said Zia Lee and her whole stable will be a big deal. He mentioned Austin Theory as somebody he sees going very far. So there's your answer to that question, boys and girls. And the number one name he mentioned right off the bat was Shotzi Blackheart. Nice. I like Shotzi. I like Sean. Sean's great. Sean, I mean, we've, we've praised Sean a million times. Yeah, of course, Sean's great. <laughs> I'm updating the page on smartcatmoment.com. This is what happens real time on the list of the tag teams and whatever. Now it's Tian Sha or Chan Sha. Tian Sha. Um, Have they said that that was the name of the group or did Shawn Michaels just... He just blurted it out then because all they have done so far, from what I can remember at the very least, what I would have noticed is that popped up on the um, Titan Tron. But that was like, well, is that Xylee's new name? And then they were like, oh, you know, in Company of the Ring is Xylee. And I'm like, well, then I don't fucking get it. You know, that's the name of the group. So Chansha, Chansha. Breaking news. They finally confirmed Mela and Banks. Oh, they they did it at 10, uh, 10 after 11 at night. God damn! All right, it's one of the hot tags out of the way. Was uh, we were well, where is it up on there? I, I don't see it on the website yet. Uh, I'm gonna look at the website. Maybe it's on Twitter. I don't know. Uh, real time in the fightful chat, Jeremy just said it hey, is on the website. Yeah, on the website. Yeah, yes. of course All it's right. not on the 2021 Royal Rumble page. It's on the Royal Rumble page that pushes everything else off on the side. Because why would anything be on the page that's supposed to be on that page? I don't, it's been a week for this and it took them that long to, I hate the way that they update this kind of shit. Anyway, I will be updating that on the website while we're doing this. I'll have that up on there because it's been a part of the Smart Cat Moment website. Yeah. Just like the Shinsuke Nakamura baby face turn and everything. You know, I do things very quickly, but not to toot my own horn, toot toot. Uh, Tony Gill is, uh, is Tony Gill again. I guess until they change their mind, but he's confirmed for NXT UK. We have somebody from Germany. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sure I'm going to butcher it, but it'd be kind of funny if I butcher it. So Metahan Kukaba Soglu. Do you know what his ring name is? Uh, Big Meta. I don't know. <laughs> Lucky kid. Really? You remember Lucky Cannon? Yeah, I do. So I'm one of those guys. Or I was, especially as a teenager, especially as a WWE only teenager, where if I saw a cocky heel with long hair, I was like, oh, this is the guy. <laughs> Next Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that what you like, Pretty Deadly? No, no, they're just gorgeous. They're just good-looking dudes. <laughs> we know who you're voting for, the Sexy Superstars Tournament. They, when they, should, they should be a pairing, and they should go far. Uh, <laughs> so, Lucky Cannon, I thought was like, oh, this is the guy, and then he fucking disappeared. He fucking just disappeared completely. Completely disappeared. That dude was, uh, I don't know, probably like the first or the second eliminated that season. Yeah, and then I think Trevor Novak as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the name. That was the one with uh, Eli Cottonwood and I think uh, like uh, Alex Riley might have been in that one. Uh, was that only? No, that was season four. That was like Connor O'Brien. Uh, was that Fandango? Might have been Fandango. All right, I'm looking this up right now because we're in there. <laughs> so he was on season two. Oh, no, he really was he season two. So he was like Caval and Alex Riley. Yeah, Caval with a uh, like cool Alex Riley with the mids, which was the best pairing. Michael McGillicuddy. You know, the genesis of Michael McGillicuddy started there uh, with Kofi Kingston was his pro. Huh. 
uh, Husky Harris and Cody Rhodes, Percy Watson and MVP, Lucky Cannon and Mark Henry, Titus O'Neil oh. with Zack Ryder. That's funny. And uh, Eli Cottonwood with John Morrison. All I think of when I think of Eli Cottonwood is mustache. <laughs> he doesn't have one, remember? But his is the best. <laughs> God, that was fucking terrible. I don't have one. Mine's the best one. <laughs> Oh man! What happened to him? He uh, he became a member of the Wyatt family for like a week. I believe that he looks like he could be. I think he was like the first member of the Wyatt family in NXT, like, like the original. Like it was like Harper, Wyatt, and uh, Cottonwood. I think it was Cottonwood before it was even Harper and Wyatt. Wow! I mean, not Wyatt. Uh, it was Harper. Wyatt and um, Cottonwood, and then it was I think Harper and Rowan. Cottonwood completely and just be like Harper Rowan, come here. Funny enough, out of the that group of people, Caval and all them, Eli Cottonwood's the only one that doesn't have a link on here for uh, Wikipedia. Lucky Cannon's got his own Wikipedia. How does uh, Eli Cottonwood? They just not... Uh, yeah, let's, let's see here. Eli Cottonwood doesn't have his own Wikipedia page, but Lucky Cannon does. Huh. All right. Anyway, now we took that random detour into there. Uh, William Regal's kid also got signed. Yeah, I, I, so it's stupid how hyped I am for this. Because I've never heard of him, seeing him. I don't know if he sucks. But just the idea that you're William Regal's child, I'm like, all right, some of that has to rub off. Yeah. Like, like in in a way, I'm excited for when Stephanie and Shane's kids grow up and they end up being characters because their parents' charisma will rub off on them. And they'll at least be good characters. I'm excited for Bailey Matthews in the ring because he's got to be good. I wonder what they're going to call him. Probably Bailey Matthews until somebody fucks him up bad enough that William Regal goes, all right, that's enough. That's my son. You're touching. You know? <laughs> he was like, well, the man. <laughs> <laughs> Just man. <laughs> Gonna be a fun episode of the hot <laughs> <laughs> I think uh they should do some kind of tribute esque kind of name. Like uh I liked the Curtis Axel name. So maybe like um He should be Lord Steven. Something. He should be Steven something for sure. Uh Lord Steven Bailey or something like Yeah, maybe something like that. Lord Steven Bailey. I kinda like that. Because his name's Bailey Bailey Matthews. If they just went with Bailey Matthews, it'd be kind of weird. If they went with Bailey Regal, eh, I don't really love it. Have a good ring to it. I could see but maybe like, Matthew Regal. I don't really love it, but just because that's kind of a combo. I've always liked the Lord. Like his lordship Steven Regal, I always thought was that's fantastic. You know, like what if they go with Lord Matthew? And they spell it like with that like H I E U kind of thing or whatever. That'd be horrible, but I could Lord Matthew Regal. <laughs> like Go for it. Uh, I don't know anything about him, but he's a Regal's kid, so he gets a thumbs up. And I still don't know how to pronounce the guy from Germany's name, so uh drop it in the lucky comments kid. below. Tell me what it is. Lucky yeah. Kid. Lucky kid. Lucky lucky cannon two point Um those are happening. Uh what should we talk about next? Royal Rumble? Should we talk about Peacock? Oh, well, you know what? Actually, let's go uh, Let's go around. and um, We talked NXT UK, so let's talk what happened on NXT UK this week. Ben Carter beat Sam Gradwell. Shaw Samuels beat Josh Morrell. We have new number one contenders for the tag team titles, which is pretty deadly. Yeah. And uh, the only really interesting thing, I think, at the very least, was uh, Trent Seven. Said he wants to Send drop to weight. Yeah. And yeah, he wants to fight for the Cruiserweight title, which I'm like, I cool. Like I like that. Call it. Are they calling it the NXT UK Cruiserweight Championship yet? Because they really just should. I mean, this interim thing has gone on long enough that. It's been a year. If they wanted to, they could have had Jordan go to America. They've done it with other people. Go to America, yeah. So they really should just say, you know what? It's a split now. It's the NXT UK Cruiserweight Championship and just be done with it. In the NXT... Sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The thing is, if you give it to Seven or if you give the other one to Stallion, 
Now you have a heel and a face. Right. Right. So then you could do worlds collide. All right, let's go. You know, like that sounds good to me at least. I don't want to see um, Escobar lose it though. I just want to see Escobar go to the main roster. Yeah, that's true. I do kind of want that. Let's talk. Uh, actually, let's talk NXT. Let's bounce around there. Escobar is kind of in a feud with Karrion Cross now. Karrion Cross is gonna drop that weight like a motherfucker. <laughs> run through the whole cruiser division. That's how they're gonna kill Two Hundred Five Live. Karrion Cross is going to literally murder everybody on Two Hundred Five Live. What is he built at? Let me see. He is built he's as still at two sixty five, which is not accurate. Uh, Wiki doesn't. Uh, he, he's trained by Disco Inferno. That can't be true. <laughs> huh okay <laughs> yeah 265 so that's a bit of a weight to drop but uh they did a whole thing this time where Kurt Stallion was supposed to be fighting for the Cruiserweight Championship and he was attacked backstage so William Regal was like bah! according to what you said earlier that <laughs> 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 he said um that you know if uh if Legado de Fantasma attacked Kurt Stallion again, that they would um, suffer some kind of consequences. And they were like, oh, he didn't do anything or whatever like that. And they found the the little card, that the tower cards that uh, Scarlet was messing around with earlier in the night. So kind of a little bit of payback for Escobar talking about, uh, talking some smack about carrying Cross. I don't think that that's going to lead anywhere in particular, but it's interesting. It might lead to a match. Might be. He might just like beat the shit out of Escobar or It'll be a match, as they say. Did we ever figure out who Tyler Rust beat? No. They just did not say that dude's name. No. Don't understand what that was about. It's the, that, that local competitor vibe, Tony. Last time I checked, local competitor didn't have his name down either. Huh. Weird. Uh, we know now that we're going to get Tony Storm against Mercedes Martinez and against Io Shirai for the NXT. Well, I was going to say NXT UK NXT Women's Championship for Takeover question mark because they still haven't given a name to that. Not it's entirely sure why. Valentine's Day massacre, you assholes! Like, just do it. They really should. They haven't even said that it's Takeover Thirty Three, so they're just not saying it. I don't understand why that's the case. They're going to wait until the week of. It's dumb. Uh, updates to the Dusty Cup. MSK defeated Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. One might call them cup dates. One might. I like that. <laughs> to the Dusty Roads cup dates. <laughs> Continue with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez beating Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla, who all four of them were heels apparently in this match. Because all the people ringside were like, boo, it's Jesse Camilla. Boo, it's Aaliyah. Dakota Kai and Raquel uh, comes out. Oh, it's you too. Like, all right, they're all heels. Um, grizzled young veterans beat Kushida and Leon Ruff. Uh, Bronson Reed scored some points. He beat Isaiah uh, Swerve Scott. And Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly beat Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Not a Dusty Cup date, but that was a match. Uh, two more, uh, one more Cup date is that Zoe Stark and Marina Shafir lost to Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. On 205 Live. And uh, just for the sake of saying it, Arya Davari beat August Gray and Jake Eilis, even though Arya Davari was not supposed to be in the match. <laughs> so <laughs> that happened uh, on 205 Live. You asked an important question about whether or not Arya has been a member of the roster longer than Sean Davari, and that may very well be true. Seems like he has been. It's been a couple of years now, at the very least. Like, consistently, I think he has been, even though I feel like Davari was maybe on the roster, maybe the same amount of time. But I feel like consistently, uh, yeah. Good he, for him. Yeah, it's a good for him. Uh, Davari got hired and fired <laughs> in the time <laughs> that he's been there. So good. Oh, I wanted to talk about this too. Uh, Natalia Markova is a free agent. Think she's coming? Who is Natalia Markova? She is the Shine Champion, if I remember correctly. Uh, Shine Nova Champion. Why do you know that? 
I know things. <laughs> no, you don't. Where'd you read that? <laughs> and uh, she was in uh, that Evolve show with uh, 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 Brandy Lauren and Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, and she'll probably Melvin. come. I'm assuming so. I, there's no information yet about what that you know entails, but... Yeah, just sign her. Just, like, do what you did with MSK and start putting these motherfuckers directly to TV. Yeah, don't wait. If they know how to wrestle well enough that you want to sign them, just put them on TV. If they do a bad job, it's their fault. Yeah. Speaking of which, so Chris Hero has a new podcast with uh, Conrad Thompson, and he talked about the move to TV for NXT kind of screwing up the Performance Center because they no longer knew what they were building. How, what are you building? Are you building towards, you building good WWE wrestlers? Are you building good NXT wrestlers? You could say they're the same all you want, but they're different. And yeah. the move to USA really screwed that up. What's uh the, his podcast called? It's uh it's on ad free show, so it's it's Patreon, but it's Can Chris Hero Save Wrestling? Ah, uh, I don't like that name. <laughs> I, I think it's fine. I Chris Hero, I've spoken to a couple of times, and I think he's the genuinely the nicest guy, and loves wrestling and wants to give back. So I kind of hope he's in the ring sooner than later. Royal Rumble, do it. <laughs> He says he's really playing it safe with COVID, but he wants to get in the ring. Like, he's not done. And I kind of want him to go to AEW and have a run. There's a chance, I would assume. He deserves he's probably got a, enough friends run, there. Dude. Like, he deserves a run. Still a weird uh, set of circumstances when it comes to him. You know, comes in, ends up leaving, comes back, leaves. Yeah. And you can tell they like him. Like he even said he turned down a coaching role because they wanted to keep him. Yeah. Not too shocked when he had gotten released, though. Just yeah. seems like they, they weren't really doing too much with him. Whatever. Uh, I believe he is the uh, romantic partner of uh, Rachel Evers. Uh, last time uh, I checked, yeah. Rachel? Last time I checked, it's about like, <laughs> gonna, you know, pop up in front of their house and be like, you guys still together? Like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking of Rachel. I just think of I'm, I'm gonna wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna crap on that match. That match was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the thing is, I like Dasha. Yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> just the delivery that was just funny. Um. Uh, Natalia Makrova, check that off the list. Uh, let's talk Peacock because we haven't really talked too much about this yet. Obviously, if you've been living under a rock, you know this already anyway. But the WWE Network is moving to Peacock, and the more that I think about this, the more that I keep reading other things, the more I'm like, uh oh, because of a couple different things. One of them being, now I didn't think about this ahead of time because I haven't used Peacock yet. Apparently, Peacock does not have a live, like a uh, rewind type of thing. So you can't, if they don't change this, we won't be able to like hit the rewind button. Hang on. Cause I did subscribe to Peacock. So let me see. And apparently Just... if that's the case, that also applies to watching pay-per-views where you can't click play from the beginning. So you would have to start the pay-per-view immediately when it starts or you just miss it. Oh, yeah, they sure as hell won't let me drag this bar backwards. So that's a big problem. So. Now, Vic Joseph. Well, this is I want to get into this a little bit about another thing, too. Vic Joseph apparently said on After the Bell, people criticizing it are just lazy. That they just they don't want to have to switch to another thing, which I think that that's ridiculous because there are legitimate criticisms to this kind of thing. And that's one of them. Another one is, what about the search function? Is it going to be like, uh, you know, do you search for, I don't know, uh, John Cena, and you see all these John Cena matches, or is it going to come up as, we don't have that because you need to search for SummerSlam 19, uh, 1990, whatever, he wouldn't have been a part of that, uh, 
SummerSlam 2007. And you'd have to just know what to look for. Because their search bar doesn't work the same. And the search is actually tied into WWE.com. So now WWE.com would have to change their search function too. Because you can't just have that be tied into Peacock. I'll admit, like, that one doesn't bother me as much. Like, I haven't liked the network interface since they switched. I don't love it, but I want to make sure that they've got an ability for people to search for that stuff, you know? The way I look at it, I saw one example of somebody being like, I can't search S.A. Rios anymore, man. It's like, are you really? Are you really searching S.A. Rios, though? Are you just trying to do the most obscure thing? Like... I am sure it will get better with time, but on the whole, I like, okay, let me walk you through my first realizations with this. First of all, I was like, thank God I woke up at six because they announced this at like eight in the morning and I was wide awake to actually be able to cover this. And initially I was pissed. Because I was like, oh, man, one of the only streaming services I don't have. But then I was like, you know what? It's the same price. I I know what I'm searching for anyway. So it's not going to bother me much. If people have concerns, I'm sure they'll be addressed. But it is going to be a while to tie it all in. And honestly, you pay $10 and you get The Office and SNL. It's it's not a bad deal, you know? I'm worried about the live thing. Yeah, that does kind of suck. And that also, for that matter, if they don't have the live feed thing anymore, then that's kind of weird. Because then it's just all on demand. No, Peacock has live channels. So the WWE oh. Network will have, like, right now I'm looking at the 24-7 Bob Ross live channel. Yes. Okay, so it's kind of like Twitch, I guess. It's kind of like, like Twitch and, and click Pluto. on a channel, then it's live, no matter what's going on. Yeah. Okay. And then it's, or like Pluto TV, if you have that. Or you have a Samsung TV, right? No, Toshiba. Okay, so like you'll have options on your Fire Stick. So like, apparently not, because uh, Peacock is not on Fire TVs. Oh. That's another funny. problem. Yeah. That's a that's a problem for you, pal. What are you gonna do? I just got to use my computer. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the workaround. Which is like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Uh, I hope that they address this stuff by the time that this all starts. Because if they don't, then they're going to just have more people pissed off. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how it works. You can't downgrade anything and expect people not to be annoyed. So even though they are, a lot of people are going to be saving some money. Because I'm sure that there were some people that were subscribing to Peacock and WWE. Now they're going to merge these. I don't like that Americans are losing the app altogether. I haven't used the app, actually. Well, But you've used the network and we're losing all of it. Yeah. I'm hoping that they don't do the type of thing, too, where it's like, well, the network uh, switches over and then... Well, not everything's going to switch over immediately, but we'll we'll release everything over the course of the next couple of months, you know, because that's right. a possibility too. They they haven't said that everything is going over. They've been like, oh, you know, this many hours of footage and this many things, whatever. That's anytime that a company does something like that, it's always suspicious to me. Like I did if, wonder because they've been plugging Peacock hard on the. Uh... Like TV shows, and I'm like, Are you ready you, to go? Yeah, why okay. do you keep doing that? Like, plug your own damn network. And I guess they were. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been them buttering up uh, the Peacock people and being like, Yeah, see, like, we're giving you all this promotion. We should definitely this make had that to deal. Have been last year's. This had to have been set for last year. Because if you remember, Vince McMahon. During the February 2020 quarter earnings call, with like, and we're looking to sell to the majors. And everybody's like, wait, what? Yeah. And then COVID happened, and it was like, that is off the table currently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess now it's not. Because remember, there were rumors that like maybe Amazon will buy it or 
uh, ESPN and then it'll be pay-per-view like how the UFC is doing it through ESPN. And I guess they settled on Peacock and it makes sense from a choice perspective. Like WWE has been intrinsically tied to NBC forever, whether it's, you know, Saturday Night's Night event or the original raw or all that. It's always been through NBC, but now I, I don't know, man, because here's something we haven't talked about. They have no incentive to be good. No. They really don't. Now this is a guaranteed uh, $200 million a year, I think it is, right? Yeah. And Correct. that's just one of those things where it's like, well, we already have that covered, so we don't need to actually put in the effort anymore. Unless there's something... Uh, they have no incentive for Brock anymore. They, what do they need to bring in Brock for? Because I'd heard from uh, Jimmy Van on the List and Your Boy on the Fightful YouTube channel that this kind of happened to Brock in the UFC where when he tried to come back, he wanted to use his name to get a bigger payday. And they're like, yeah, pal, we don't need that. We have the ESPN money. It's all, it's all set. Like, we don't need your name. We can't give you a bigger payday based on your name because we have this all set. And then another year goes by and they go, Brock, we want you back, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but does this happen now if they are completely set? I'm curious what happens with Fox. We know at the very least there's nothing you can do because... They've got the Peacock rights until 2026, and Fox has the rights to SmackDown until 2024, I think. Yeah. 2024 or 2023? Which one is it? Some of the, one of those two. So at the very least, for the next few years, Comcast will be showing our competitors programming. Comcast, by the way, uh, apparently must have decided, hey, maybe we shouldn't screw people over during this pandemic as much. <laughs> and we'll wait a couple of months to screw them over with the whole uh, data cap type thing. Mm. Hate it. But this, uh, the Peacock thing, there's good, there's bad. There's good that we haven't seen. There's bad that we haven't seen. I, I don't know. I'm like... I don't like the idea that they don't have that incentive anymore. But at the same time, I'm glad that WWE has that sort of thing to fall back on. I've been good for them. Like, people want so badly for them to fail just because they're WWE. And I, like, in a way, it's, it's almost admirable how they fail upward. Yeah, I wish I could do that so badly. I wish I could be like, well, you know, this video got a couple of dislikes or whatever like that. So let me just sign with a big network and get a bunch of money or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I I think the future looks bright. Do you think that Comcast is going to end up buying the WWE? I have been having these thoughts lately. I, in a way, I can't imagine that Vince would be that way towards his own children. And that Stephanie and Hunter, and for that matter, Shane, would be like, you motherfucker, you don't trust us enough? Like, you're going to sell the business. But I could see them trying to make some kind of an argument of like, not necessarily full-blown selling, but kind of being like, well, we're going to work with this partnership sort of thing. Where they, they, you know, like, Vince is the chairman of the board. I have to go, well, board of the uh, board of the directors now has uh, the Comcast side of things in there. And they're, I don't know, 40% or something. You know, like, I could see something like that happening, potentially. I would really rather WWE sell to Disney. Disney Plus everything. Like, <laughs> just everything. Just... just Disney Plus Plus. So, I could also... On the other side of that, on the Comcast side, I get it, man. Because I subscribed to Comcast, uh, to Peacock, when the news broke. And I was like, yeah, this shit, there's nothing here. 
It's like they're getting WWE because they want the library. They need the content. Because mm-hmm. right now, it's like... The office. If I, if I was going to tell somebody to subscribe to Peacock, I'd be like, yo, there's the office. All episodes of SNL ever. And WWE. I'm looking at the... I'm on the page right now. So they advertise... Like, this is the drawing point. 30 Rock. Below Deck. I don't even know what that is. The Today Show. (laughs) Okay. SNL. Downton Abbey. And Psych 2, Lassie Come Home. Like, Psych the movie? Yeah. I guess so. And uh, the Saved by the Bell show. There's The Office. uh, Yellowstone. Premier League. The Voice, Trolls World Tour, <laughs> and that's what they got on their homepage. So it's not like uh, the most packed service by any means. Yeah, it's it's oh, pretty bare. Apparently, you can't even watch The Office for the free versions. Watch uh, seasons one and two for free. That's it. Upgrade for every episode and exclusive extras or something. That's kind of. I mean, oh, but that's okay. I mean, if they're if it's their only drawing point, then I get why they're doing that. But still, (laughs) you know. Um, if you're if you're a fan of these things, they have uh, American Ninja Warrior. That can be a bit of a draw. There's Fast and Furious movies on here. Man, I, fuck American Ninja Warrior, the old one, the Japanese one, so much better. The Japanese one is really good. I wish. It was available somewhere. I'm not watching uh, a show that doesn't have Makoto Nagano or uh, Bumpei Shiratori. Or, uh, welcome to uh, the Ninja Warrior podcast. Uh, Shinsuke Nagasaki, I think was one of the other names. Uh, I don't know why I'm remembering all of them. So, but this is an interesting one. Because for the past few months, we've heard some rumors about some talent filming a show. And I'm like, why in God's name is Devon... A producer, and why in God's name are the people behind Punky Brewster like, yeah, we need Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss. Oh, that's why, because they're all in bed together. It makes more sense now that that's something that they're doing. Devon's in bed with uh, Charlotte and Alexa. No, that's a weird episode of Punky Brewster. <laughs> the uh the playground stuff i guess and they're factoring that in there um yeah as far as wwe content they have broken skull sessions the monday night war documentary wrestlemania rewind remember that show uh triple h 25 years of game changing matches the ruthless aggression documentary untold and the best of wwe so not much yeah, they're just testing the waters. Honestly, it's just like, hey, do you remember when wrestling was cool? <laughs> that's like that's what they're doing here. By the way, I don't like the name Peacock. I hate it. I get where they're going, but it's not a good name. It's Peacock. It's yeah. What's uh, the Apple one? Is it just Apple TV? Yep. Eh, I guess I it's not Apple. bad. I never paid for that one, though. They keep giving to me for free because I have their products. <laughs> you pay for it through other things. I, yeah, like, I guess uh, I do. Paying to get adapters for things that should already be on the things. <laughs> I'm an Android guy, so... <laughs> I, I like I like them all. I, I'm very much... I see the benefits to both. Yeah, there are definitely negatives to Android, too. <laughs> I just Every chance I get to, to say that there's a positive for that, I always bring it up because everybody else does it with Macs. Um, pulling the, that little meme cat there. Um, let's talk Royal Rumble. Yeah, we talked about the uh, potential of some of this stuff happening with the Royal Rumble predictions, but we got some updates. Okay. Uh, potential update. Jey Uso might not be in the Royal Rumble anymore. Yeah, they're oddly not advertising him. Yeah, he was not a part of the graphic on uh, SmackDown. So, COVID, maybe? I don't know. Maybe they just forgot to put him in there. (laughs) 
I know when the graphic popped up, I counted all the people and I was like, why do I count 19 when I've got 20 on the website? And I had to look through and I'm like, oh, Jey Uso's not there. That's weird. I don't know. That's that's oddly unique that they would take out Uso right before the event. They added a couple people too. They added uh, King Corbin, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio. Good for Dominic, by the way. Yeah, I'm glad he's in it. And it seems like they might have changed what's going to happen on backstage because now they're advertising Natalia and Tamina will have some kind of a match that I'm sure that they're recording already. And that they'll be fighting for the number 30 Royal Rumble spot. So is that on top of announcing number one and number two and the number 30 for the Royal Rumble for the men? Or is that replacing all of that? I assume that that was adding on to, come on, Tony, you can't replace three announcements with, it's Tamina versus Natalia. Yay. It seems to me like that's what they're doing. I didn't catch it 100%, but it seemed like they just advertised that that was happening and not anything else. So I kind of think think that they maybe changed their mind about the whole number one, number two, and... The other number 30 thing. I think in their minds, if they show a match, that compensates for it without thinking of the fact that it's Natalia versus Tamina. Like, in either yeah. scenario, I mean, Natalia wins. <laughs> she should, at the very least. But I honestly think that this is leading to either Ronda or Becky Lynch. And I, I know better than to even say the name Becky Lynch because she just had a child. If you say the name Becky Lynch uh, three times in a row, what happens? Uh, I get punched in the face by Nia Jax. (laughs) I don't know if that's worse than Beetlejuice or... (laughs) Yeah, no. On the the website, it clearly says they're going to announce... Oh! They did switch it. Did they update it again? So, instead of doing the number 30 in the men's and number one and two in the women's, they're doing Tamina and Natalia for number 30 in the women's and announcing number one and two in the men's. What the fuck? Why can't they pick this shit ahead of time? What is the problem with this? My God, they have weeks, months, years in some cases to do these kind of things, and they still just kind of go, uh, well, we didn't plan that ahead of time. I'm like, Why? If I can plan out that we are planning on doing, just for an example, we're going to do on the June 2nd episode of Smack Talk, episode 496, we're going to do a fan ounce table or a Miss the Smark or some variation of No Holds Barred. If I had that down on my list for June 2nd in November... (laughs) And I guarantee you, unless something weird, weird, weird happens, that'll be the case. Then they can figure this out for the freaking Royal Rumble ahead of time. Man. Well, that sucks, because now we know for a fact that the number 30 Royal Rumble spot for the women is going to be a disappointment. Because if it's Tamina, sorry, Tamina, who cares? If it's Natalia, she's not going to win. So, you know. You got the dud. (laughs) It looks just like you, Poindexter. <laughs> and if they go with the number one, number two for the men's, then <sighs> spoiling that too. I don't understand this. It seems less exciting too because it seems like they have to be like, and AJ Styles is going to be number one. And, you know, number two is Sami Zayn. Well, the way that they booked uh, SmackDown tonight, I mean, that was a mess. We had, like, Daniel Bryan fighting AJ Styles for, like, half an hour or something, and that led to a disqualification. Then we got a six-man tag team match. Then that led to a disqualification. And that led to a 10-man tag team match, even though there was only nine people involved. And then Sheamus came out, and he won the match. And then Braun Strowman came out, and it was just, like, total mess. Yeah. And I loved that, too, where it was like, oh, this is now a 10-man tag team match. There's nine people in the ring. 
couple minutes goes by. Michael Cole's like, we got nine people here that are whatever. And I'm like, now you did the math. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, it's a shame. Well, no, he doesn't come out to that anymore. Uh, The generic Seamus music hit. Yeah. Uh, Nothing else happened on SmackDown, by the way. I mean, Big E tried to bribe uh, Sonya Deville with a a dollar and an Arby's coupon. That's funny. Would you take it? Depends on what the coupon is. I do like Arby's actually. Drop a comment below. Tell me I'm wrong. But uh, <laughs> whatever the hell that meat's made out of, because you got to use quotation marks. It's definitely not roast beef. <laughs> we like love it. the meat. Kind. Of. <laughs> that was my uh, my theme for the Mega Maniacs uh, little thing that we had going on Mega Powers Radio. <laughs> that uh, that Arby's theme was the one I used for the Anton character. <laughs> bum 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 bum. Fucking great. Um, for some reason we had a the you know the quarterly thing, which doesn't make any sense because it's uh, quarterly. What well, those four quarters in a year, and then that means it's perpetual. Uh, the <laughs> whole setup that we have with the Raw and SmackDown thing. Fuck it, let's just bring some Raw people over. And another confusing thing was it took them this long for the whole Sasha Banks and Carmella thing to actually get confirmed, like we were talking about earlier. I think they just forgot to set the post live. They must have, or they must have been like, well, we can't do that just in case we need to change something else, even though we keep advertising it or whatever. But yeah, that, uh, they have the meats. They also have the time to plan these things out in advance. Those were the TV things, though, and the AEW stuff. <laughs> Hold on. I feel like we didn't talk about Raw, but I don't well, know. We talked we about did. Raw a lot on uh, the predictions before. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Is there anything that we uh, didn't talk about that went down? I'm not gonna double check uh, just in case. I, I, I can't think of anything. I do want to say though, I did not know this. I went. I actually watched main event this week because I was looking for stuff to do, and I watched main event. Uh, I didn't know that Drew McIntyre was like. I dedicate this match to everybody who's fighting COVID. Okay, Goldberg can't beat this man. <laughs> I, I didn't know that when I said you got to bet on Goldberg. But Goldberg can't beat a guy who just said, I dedicate this match to everybody struggling with COVID. Right? Well, haha, look at that. Goldberg is uh, the superhero. He beats COVID by beating Drew McIntyre. Okay, let's talk about this. Goldberg on After the Bell saying, I bleed before matches for the fans so they can get into the Goldberg zone. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. The Goldberg Zone, Tony. Don't you know what the Goldberg Zone? I've never entered the Goldberg Zone. <laughs> All right, I gotta read you this quote now. Uh, okay, ready? Uh, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. It wasn't after the bell. It was with Brian Satin. What people don't understand is, you know, people bitch and moan about me hurting myself prior to getting in the ring and bleeding and gigging myself. Man, I do that for y'all. They don't understand. I do that for them because I have to do something beyond human belief to get myself into the Goldberg zone. <laughs> beyond human belief? Is this going to be a fucking fact or fiction? We made it all up. It's all a ruse. The writers did yeah. that one. Gotcha this time. That one's fake. We made it up. Uh, here I am caring about what people say, but what could... But what could be the other reason for that happening, other than me trying to get in that zone, to provide them with the best character humanly possible? Unfortunately, I knocked myself kind of slowly that night, and then hitting my turnbuckle, my head on that turnbuckle post, ripping my head open. I don't know what was going on. My equilibrium was off. Anyway, that one. Uh, I, clearly, he's talking about the. Uh, what was that a uh, super showdown? The, under, the Undertaker one, yeah. Of equal or significantly greater quality. Right. <laughs> Man, I Goldberg. I love Goldberg in a lot of ways, but man, come on. I bleed to get into the Goldberg zone, don't I? So that's what uh they should call it when you're like unconscious and you 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 you're sort of in like that hazy state. It's the Goldberg zone. 
Next Dude. time that, like, if, like, you know, Daniel Bryan takes a bad bump or, you know, somebody gets a, a stinger somewhere in the mix, they'll just be like, uh, like, hey, can you tell us where you are? You know, like, uh, what's your name? Whatever. It's, uh, it's Daniel Bryan. All right. Well, what day is it? It's uh, Friday. We're on SmackDown right now. Where are you right now? I'm in Orlando. Oh, I'm sorry. He didn't say that he was in Goldberg zone. We we got to take him. To- <laughs> We're in the Thunderdome. You're in the Goldberg zone. Sorry, pal. <laughs> uh. The, the Goldberg. His name's Goldberg. Like, <laughs> yes. This is Mark Calloway going. Oh, I need to get into the Undertaker character. I'm in the Goldberg zone. You are Bill Goldberg. No, no, no. The character Goldberg is a superhero for the kids. Yeah, the character Bill Goldberg is Bill Goldberg. <laughs> it's like Triple H isn't Triple H. He's Paul, and you can tell when he's Triple H and when he's Paul. Goldberg's just Goldberg. Well, he's in that zone now, Ty. Maybe he's perpetually in the zone. That's how he get, snaps out of it. He's <laughs> packing his head on things. So, but Goldberg also said that WWE people need to get thicker skin in response to people being upset by what The Undertaker said, which is that he misses when men were men and people had not got. Guys and nuns, okay? And knives and guns in the locker room because they're real men. And Foley has been like, yeah, I think that they're all tougher, if anything. And Yeah, because Foley is a nice man. I think uh, Mark uh, Henry had said something along those lines, too. Just sort of like, people are better now than what they used to be and, or whatever. Uh, Shawn Michaels was asked... In a different way, he was asked, you know, you were known for being so outspoken. What do you say to people of today? And he's like, look, I wouldn't advise anybody to do what we did because the world is different now. Shawn Michaels gets it. How are we in a world where Shawn Michaels gets it? (laughs) (laughs) Love Shawn, but I mean, come on, let's be honest. Like he gets it. He's like, yeah, I always tell them to, you know, make sure that you Use your voice, but don't do it the way I did it. Yeah. Be respectful. Be professional. The world is different. And I'm like, yeah. Go, Sean. Like, Sean he, retired and he uh, matured like 20 years. <laughs> I think he matured 20 years along the way. Like, ever since... I don't want to say ever since the whole finding religion, but it seems like starting with that and then slowly, you know... To what he is today, he seems like he's very at peace, genuinely at peace. That's good. Yes. Now he's not quite in the Goldberg zone, though. No. So he just smashes his head on some things first. <laughs> <laughs> what was it that uh, Roman Reigns had said about Taker? Oh, uh, that's another good one. I'll, I'll read you this because Roman Reigns is the locker room leader. Nowadays, he's our tribal you know, chief. He is, and he had stated that he felt Undertaker was like a retired guy trying to sound like a gangster, saying, "It's strange. I really feel he misspoke because Mark is a really good guy. He's very knowledgeable. Obviously, he has a ton of respect for the business. Goldberg is just Goldberg. Who cares?" <laughs> but. He, he being Undertaker, is talking about knives and guns in the locker room? Come on. You guys traveled just like we did. Did they real did you really get that stuff through security? Was TSA just letting everything happen back then? Now, honestly, the answer to that question is yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is the answer to that one. They were fine with that shit back then. <laughs> Be like, uh, sir, you can't bring your machete in unless you also bring your gun at the same uh thing. <laughs> because pre 9 eleven, they just it was all fair game. Nobody cared about any of that kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns goes on to say, I choose to play video games sometimes on my own time. I don't do it at work. As you can see, some of my character is based around it. I've always been one that networked and politicked and tried to communicate and work while I'm at work. Some guys choose to stay in the locker room. And for guys like the New Day who are uh, uberly talented, they can get away with that. I hope the younger guys in the locker room don't fall into that because we're not all the same. I have to put my mind into work as I come to work on a Friday. Sometimes my wife has to tell me to shut it off. She'll be like, 
stop, be at home, be present, because I can't turn it off sometimes. And I think to be at the highest level of anything, you have to be borderline obsessive. So yeah, I don't always think there's room for video games in the locker room. But when we're running our regular touring system and it's a live event and there's nowhere to go, and you've got kicked out of the hotel room because you couldn't get the late checkout and you've already hit the gym and you picked up your food, I'd rather be playing video games than breaking in than breaking into a bag of some sort. Huh. Okay. I mean breaking like, into a bag of some sort. A uh, bag of I assume a bag of drugs? Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> a bag of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you go to, like, <laughs> the drive-thru at McDonald's or uh, Burger King or something, and they're just like, bag? Uh, uh, sorry, you forgot your bag. Uh, so I got my, uh, my fries and my uh, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's the bag. You know, anytime you, you see those um, PSAs where it's like a drug deal happening, people have their personalized little bag, little baggies. <laughs> um. Credit to Roman Reigns for saying all that stuff. Good, 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 uh, good job there. John Cena's coming out with a book for children. You want to talk about that? He's got a book coming out. I didn't yeah. see that. Got a book for children. What's it called? Uh, you can't see me and other things that. Uh, <laughs> 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 something like... It's uh, okay. So he really should po- uh, have a book of like uh, you can't see me or whatever, and every page is blank. Or at least like it's a well drawn illustrations of a background. <laughs> nothing else oh you know what it should be a where's waldo and he's not actually in it so you're perpetually looking for the little john cena he's not actually drawn in because you can't see him so well you know find find john cena (laughs) so the one for adults is called be a work in progress and other things i'd like to tell my younger self and then there's one for kids which is just sort of like grow the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not the book. I believe it's like never give up or something to that effect. Hmm. Well, I won't be reading them. But <laughs> yeah, if anybody uh does, let's know if they're good or bad. Oh, Wade yeah. Barrett's a US citizen now, that's another thing. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> so it might not be the best time for you to be a US citizen. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> Why right now, Stu? Why right now? He uh he wants to take part of the Barrett Barrage. Oh, is that what we're calling it? Yeah, that's the fight back against everything. Stock markets and governments and <laughs> Memes. What was the other thing he called the bullhammer before it was the bullhammer? The souvenir. Yeah. I loved that. That was good. Okay, so John Cena's book for children is called Do Your Best to Do Your Best Every Day. Encouraging words from John Cena. That's not a very catchy title. Do your best to do your best, Tony. I I will get the the uh one that's for older people, which by the way comes out WrestleMania week. Um, April sixth. I'd, I'd much rather read "Get in the Goldberg Zone" by Bill Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one: Bang your head. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Anything happen on Dynamite? I don't think so. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's okay. Oh yeah, Sting is a hooligan. Did you see that promo? Uh, I must have missed that. I don't remember Sting saying he's a hooligan. Sting and Darby Allen are in like some alleyway, and uh, Sting's like, "Yeah, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage. Since we're on a first name basis, you know, I just want to introduce you. Yeah, this is Darby, and he's a hooligan. And Darby gets up and he goes, "I am a hooligan." Throws the <laughs> skateboard through a window, <laughs> and then he looks at Sting and he goes, "Just like you." And Sting. Starts beating up other windows with his baseball bat. Like, they're just vandalizing shit. Yeah, fuck windows, huh? That's the new Sting book. Fuck windows. <laughs> fuck windows and other things I like to tell my younger And other hooligan activities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jericho did a lion salt. 
He did. I, yeah, he did. News in 2021. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, okay, Jericho, I get it. Sorry we were concerned about your health. You asked, like, don't be an asshole. People are concerned for you. Like, uh, Dax and Jungle Boy had a great match. Not too shocked about that, though. Um, Cody and Red Velvet said words. Red Velvet said she was going to stir up uh, Jade Cargill's ass. Jade Cargill's bitch ass. And then Jared went, she said bitch ass, Tony. (laughs) She's serious. (laughs) I was like. Did you watch Dark this week? I I watched clips of Negative One. That's where I was going to get to. Negative One. I think he's got a crush on Red Velvet, which is cute. I mean, I don't blame him. Red Velvet's good looking and everything. Like, uh, but um, she came out and he seemed like kind of shyer. And then he was like, Aww. "Red Velvet can be in the dark corner." <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and uh, I think it was Excalibur was like, "Well, she's in the Nightmare Family," and he just sort of like, "Okay, like, let's move on to a different topic here." I, I like Negative One though. I-, I loved his line about this is what hell is like or something with the. Uh, uh, 10 was doing like a clothesline or whatever. This is hell now, or I, I forget exactly, but I, I like um, he tells Excalibur, Be quiet, Shut yeah. up, Excalibur. <laughs> and Taz just loses it because it's like <laughs> they had done so much good for that kid. Like, I will never say a bad word about Tony Khan for what he's done for that boy. It's funny, um, like uh, what they've been using him for and all that, but I'm enjoying it a lot. Just because, you know, the kid's having a lot of fun, too. And that's great to see. That's not a kid's doing any kind of harm, you know? He comes out. He goofs around. He smacks people with a fucking kendo stick. I want to see him, like, you know, stay a fan as he gets older. And, like, we just sort of see this little kid grow up. And then when he's yeah. like, I'm the leader now. That's it. Instead of him being, like, 15 and being like, yeah, I'm over this whole wrestling thing or something. like get to the point where he's like 18 and he's just kind of like, I'm here to fuck people. Up. You're like, you have to know that the company is going to be like, yeah, we have to stay in business for this child. Like how old is he right now? He's eight. Wow. Okay. So 10 more years. I'll do it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Baker beat Shanna, young pucks and good brothers beat dark order. Uh, we got a little bit of a revelation now that um, Young Bucks are going to be in that battle royal. They're totally going to win, and they're totally going to challenge the Good Brothers. It seems so obvious that I almost think that that's not going to happen. If they didn't say that they were going to do it, I'd feel a lot more confident in it. It wouldn't shock me at all if it's like, okay, the Good Brothers end up winning instead or something. Yeah. Right. Like, um, oh, look at that. The Acclaimed were laid out. Yeah. Then, oh, hey, look. Uh, Gallows and Anderson are in the match. Probably top flight, or somebody would be taken out if that's the case. Yeah, top flight can handle it. Are you excited for uh, Beach Break? I. Yes and no. I'm not. I'm not in the slightest bit excited about the wedding. I'm, I kind of am. Part of me, and this is a stupid question, and like y'all have to forgive me. But part of me wonders if this is like their actual, like if they're legitimately going to like sign real paperwork with this thing. You know, why not? I mean, what are you going to have a better wedding in the middle of a pandemic? <laughs> I don't know. Like, Maybe that I, is their sorry, wedding. I mean, sorry, Tony. I know you are headed towards. <laughs> we do have payments coming up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that should be their real wedding. Like, why not? Oh, here's something I wanted to talk about. How the hell did the Cody Rhodes promo win the AEW Dynamite Award? The no regrets. Yeah. How did that win? Come on, people. You voted for that? Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. That that wouldn't have been my choice. Honestly, my choice wasn't even on there because it should have been John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. You know what I say to, to Cody Rhodes winning that? No. And that's it. I'm not going to continue because it would be stupid if I did the opposite. <laughs> no regrets. 
Anyway, there's the hot tags. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did all the plugs, so uh... yeah, uh, go back and listen to those. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening next? We got Paul Heyman SmackDown. We didn't talk about that. Uh... Yeah, Paul Heyman SmackDown. Uh, it's there will be a return. And if that person returned this Sunday at the Royal Rumble, it'd be a lot better than Tamina Snuka in the number 30 spot. Talk about Sting. <laughs> I'm not talking about Sting, but he's Sting. It's Sting! It's Sting! I got WCW on the mind. We recorded our uh, Starcade fantasy rebooking. That's going up on Tuesday afternoon or so. I think it's been like 1230 or so. And... Um, That'll be coming after the Royal Rumble. Because uh, Royal Rumble is on Sunday. So stay tuned for the post show for that. And then anything else that's happening. Yeah, that's it. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to this. This has been another Smart Count Moment. And we're being counted out. 